Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. The Case of the Undelivered Handbills by Sidney Allen. Dad, can we go to the World's Fair? Daryl Alcorn asked. He'd just received in the mail a fascinating folder that told about the wonders to be seen at the great display. I don't know, son, but it's possible. We'll all have to save our money in order to go. But, Dad, Darrell replied, I don't have any money to save except my allowance, and there's very little of that left after I pay for the things I need in school. At this point, Darrell's mother entered the supper table conversation. I heard today that Bobby and Sam earn money from Mr. Prow for distributing handbills in their district. You know, handbills that tell about his special sales at the store. He may need someone for that job in this part of town. Why don't you ask? The next afternoon, Darrell burst into the house a little later than usual to report the news that Mr. Prow had been looking for someone to deliver papers in the district where the Alcorns lived. So he had been given the job. He'd just need to deliver 200 handbills every Wednesday after school. He was going to start the task the very next day. The whole family rejoiced in his good fortune, and each member began to make their own plans about how to save for this special trip. For Darrell, new tasks were often more interesting than old ones. This proved to be the case with the handbill job. At first, Darrell was eager to get the work done, but after a while, his mother had to remind him that it was handbill day when he forgot and came home on Wednesdays instead of going out on his route. As time went on, the weather grew colder, so in spite of warm mittens, a coat, earmuffs, and a cap, Darrell came in from his task with skin nearly blue. The sum in Darrell's bank account was steadily growing, though, and this fact encouraged him to keep on with the job in spite of the discouraging cold. At least the money encouraged him, until one certain Wednesday. That morning the family arose to find a thick blanket of snow on the ground, with more snow falling like soap chips from the sky. As the radio newscaster gave the morning commentary, he read notices from several schools that classes would be canceled for the day because of the drifts on the roads. No announcement was heard from the church school, however, so Darrell put on his rubber boots, a heavy muffler, and all the other gear he wore during foul weather, and plowed through the drifts toward the school. His mother became a bit worried about him that afternoon as she thought of him distributing his handbills in such bitter weather. She wished that Mr. Prow would call off the job that afternoon, but she knew that during a snowy period he had to do more to encourage people to visit his store than he did during normal times. Darrell got out of school at 3.30 p.m. each day, and it usually took him until 5.30 to carry out his task on Wednesdays. On this day, his mother decided that if he did not arrive home by 5.45, she would go out in the car to help him. While she was making these plans, she was surprised to see her son come in the door, fresh and energetic, at just a few minutes after 5. He had no papers in his hand, and she exclaimed, "'Well, Darrell, however did you get done with your job so quickly on such a day as this?' It is so hard to get around this afternoon that I was planning to drive to your rescue in a few minutes. How come you're home so soon? Oh, it was so cold that I just decided to work extra fast so I could get inside and warm up, that's all. By this time, Daryl had removed his icy mittens and was beginning to undo the woolen muffler. Mom, he added, my bank account is growing. I'm sure we'll be able to go on that trip. Well, keep working faithfully, son, and even if we don't go to the fair, you will have your money for something worthwhile. That's a lot better than wasting it on things that aren't much good. Don't forget, God expects us to be careful in the way we spend the money he helps us earn. 
You got your job with his help, and you must remember that your strength and your earnings are really just loaned to you by him. A few minutes later, Daryl's dad came in from work. He, too, was surprised to see Daryl home so early. Something about Daryl's explanation left a question in his mind, but he didn't say anything to anyone about his doubts. The next afternoon, the telephone rang at about three o'clock. Mother heard Mr. Prow's voice. Mrs. Alcorn, some of my steady customers have been calling in to say that they didn't get their regular handbill yesterday. There is Mrs. Novato, Mrs. Nelson, Mrs. Walker, and Mrs. Bryan. Do you think Darrell would be willing to see to it that they get one? Mother remembered the quizzical look on Father's face the previous evening and assured the friendly storekeeper that she would see that the job was done. Mother put on her coat and drove right over to Mr. Prow's store. She picked up a supply of leftover handbills and then went over to the church school, arriving just in time to meet the students as they were leaving. Darrell was happy to see her and to be able to ride home in the car. The weather was still extremely cold. She invited Bobby and Sam to ride with them, for their homes were along the road to the Alcorn Place. As the car moved somewhat uncertainly over the icy streets, the boys commented upon the difficulties of their task the previous afternoon. Mother asked Sam and Bobby when they had finished. Bobby said it had taken him until 7 p.m., and Sam said he had worked until 7.15. Mother said nothing more until she had deposited the two passengers at their homes. Then she said to Darrell, Are you quite certain that you went to every home in your territory yesterday? Darrell nodded his head to indicate that he had but his eyes were strangely attracted to something down on the floorboard of the car, and it was evident that he did not enjoy discussing his activities of the previous afternoon. "'Darrell, you might as well tell me the truth,' Mother went on. "'Did you deliver all your regular handbills yesterday afternoon, or didn't you?' Darrell was silent. Then a couple of tears trickled down his pink cheeks. Before long he had told his mother how— after the first fifty deliveries, he had gotten so cold that he had decided to deposit the rest of the papers under an old log. I thought nobody would want to read an old grocery announcement on such a stormy day, he defended. What do you think you ought to do to make this thing right, son? Mother asked. Darrell said, Well, I ought to give Mr. Prow back the wages he paid me, and I ought to pay him for the wasted handbills, and I ought to give him a chance to fire me. His voice was heavy with remorse. I agree with you in all three suggestions, Mother said. Let's turn around and go see him right now. Mr. Prow was glad to hear an honest confession. He accepted the wages back and asked Darrell only to get the handbills out that afternoon, even though they were too late to do much good. He didn't fire him, but urged him always to be faithful in his work in the future. It so happened that Darrell did get to visit the World's Fair. He learned many wonderful things there about science and business and industry and even religion. But so far as his character was concerned, what he learned from the case of the undelivered handbills was by far the most important. He realized that more than going to the World's Fair, he wanted to live for Jesus and travel the universe with Him someday. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955.
This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.